There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Ellie Gibson. And I'm Helen Thorne. And we're recording today live from Camp Festival, which mm. is exciting. Would you like to describe our surroundings? We're, we're, in, we're in a guardian tent full of oversized bunting. Yes. And we smell quite bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but our lovely guest smells wonderful, if a bit whiny. Uh, gives me, I mean that without an H. Um, it gives me great pleasure to introduce Helen McGinn. Hello, Helen. Hello. You don't smell that bad, by the way. Oh, she's so kind. That's me. Helen Thorne smells a bit caught. Take her back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Helen, you are the author of one of our favourite books ever, The Knackered Mother's Wine Club Guide. Is I that have I got it right? Yeah, you have. Yeah. Knackered yeah. Mother's Wine Club. I was quite drunk when I read it, so <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, so, you're a mother of three, you're a wine expert and author, an award winning blogger, and yes. a very tired person. I am very tired. I have to say, I'm even more tired now after experiencing my first ever night at Camp Festival. Oh, yeah. So I slept on a slope. Oh, God, oh. that's nice. Did you have to share a, a mattress or a bed I with anyone? I had a sort of half-deflated air bed. Nice. Oh, that's the tradition. Yes. yes. That is the, the popular... <laughs> but luckily, in yurt? Uh, we're in a teepee tent. Oh. Yes. Nice. Yeah, with my Ooh. sister and my mum. Lovely and all the family. Kids. Yes. Yeah, with their cultural appropriation. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> me. I'm just saying it because I'm jealous. I'd I give know. anything to be in a teepee. Absolutely anything. I'd wear a headdress all day long if it got me in a teepee. Ellie's, Ellie's tent collapsed on her, so she's she was in like a tent yeah. coffin weren't you I woke oh. up in a fabric coffin yeah. <laughs> it was I thought I'd been buried alive in nylon it was really frightening oh dear um, so yeah so welcome and we are we are so thrilled to have you as our special guest aren't we yes we are very thrilled so um, should we just kick off go for it go go mm-hmm. Helen number one I'll call you number one I'll can be I number... just call you Thorn? yes Thorn. <laughs> Well, him again, Helen, and you, Thorn. Come on, Thorn. It's like our university challenge. It is. <laughs> yeah, except with stupid people. <laughs> Thorn. From an Australian university. No points. Yes. <laughs> so, should we kick off with telling us about the knackered my... Oh, I can't even say it. I've had too much. The knackered nine. How much have you had? <laughs> I'm drinking... I am ne- I'm literally necking a, two, a 750ml plastic bottle of rosé. Called, pardon my French. Pardon my French. Yes. yes. Let's get in fact. Let's get your opinion on this, Helen, as a wine expert. What What do you make of pardon my French? Well, I have to. Say, I love the fact that it's in a plastic bottle. Oh, yeah. it's lovely. Plastic Practical. bottles are good when you're camping, and I like the fact that actually, Helen, it is only eleven and a half percent. Oh, damn. So you're all right. Okay. You can have another glass. You'll or still another be absolutely bottle. fine. Or another bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I keep taking them from the Guardian fridge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are these from the Guardian Shit. fridge? Yes. And uh, Vandy Manga might hear you. Yes. <laughs> She it doesn't doesn't tell us very much other than it's Van de France, so that doesn't give very much away, and it's rosé, so we don't know what so grapes a, are in it. I could have told you that. You could have done. <laughs> it's a pink French wine. It's a pink French wine, and it's complimentary. Which well, I, I like, like those. It has got it's got the traditional description on the back, but the description is in Dutch, which is always <laughs> the sign of a quality French wine in my book. Either that or the Guardian nicked it. Oh, oh. could be. Could be oh, that. Yes. 
That's what it is. I'm well, enjoying it anyway. Good. So we've already dismissed the, uh, the, <laughs> the house wine. That's excellent. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. Okay. So I'll start again, shall I? Why not? Okay. So tell us about the knackered mud. Ma- I can't say. <laughs> this is going to be on wine club. Tell us about it. <laughs> Are you doing accents again? You're not allowed to do accents on the podcast, Helen. I know. It's politically questionable, some of them. Come on. <laughs> well, what are our rules, Ellie? If it's white, it's all right. Exactly. <laughs> Not the others. Okay, so Knackered Mother's Wine Club blog. God, that's hard to say. Well Thank you, done. Helen. Okay, it's multi yeah, award winning. you just called it Helen's book? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's the book. It's the blog. Mothers. Yes. Uh, and it's multi award winning. And you got red hot women awards. I, I did. I did. And Ooh, yeah, yeah, no, that was um, in 2012, yes. I think. I didn't think there was anything out there that was just a down-to-earth wine guide for... I basically wrote it for my friends. Yeah. And it turns out that, you know, that I now have quite a lot of friends, <laughs> which is lovely. <laughs> so you started off with, like, a, was it a weekly email just saying... It, yes, when I, when I was a wine buyer for a supermarket, I used to email my friends, completely illegal, but I used to email them and say, don't buy the Chablis this week because next week it's got £1.50 off or whatever it was. Oh, inside of trading, yeah, inside, inside of trading. trading. Yeah, but I don't work there anymore. So okay, that's fine, that's fine. fine. Get me, have nothing thing on me master <laughs> Stewart. <laughs> so, so the title of that email was the knack of mother's wine club because it went to a group of us who you know how we all breed in batches and yes. there was a group of us that all had our babies so that was the email and then i decided to turn that into a blog one night when i should have been doing something else but starting a blog seemed like a good idea so that's what i did and i called it the knack of mother's wine club and then that the, started blogging away. Two wines a week, every week, for the last six years. And what I like is, is it one in the fridge, one on the shelf? Is that right? Uh, one in the fridge and one in the rack. In the red rack. Red in the rack. White in, in the, the fridge, red, red in, in the, the rack. rack. That's it. Which I love. I just love. Um, and one you day... You love a catchphrase. I do. You? I do yeah. love a catchphrase. And at Christmas time, your red was Stonia's. <gasps> oh, yeah. And that's what I got for Christmas because it's you? the winery down the road from my mum and dad. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, you drive past it on the way to mum and dad's house oh, in Australia. And that wine is just gorgeous. Yeah, it made me feel very special that you'd selected like the wine. I did wine. it for you. I know. <laughs> We're married now. We are. Um, <laughs> Well, again, this is the last Scummy Mummies podcast with me, Ellie Gibson, on it. But I hope the two Helens will be very happy together. Every every episode now, you just make best friends with the guests. And I just sing here like chopped liver. Yeah. Getting very envious. podcast. <laughs> well, let's have let's have some wine tips. Obviously, tip number one is buy your book, which I genuinely yes. would, would recommend because yes. it, it is great. And it, what I like about it as well is obviously it's got lots of practical stuff in, but it's really funny. Like it's really it feels like talking to a friend oh. who actually knows stuff yeah <laughs> as learning. opposed to you thought <laughs> it's, uh, it's very yeah I just think it's really entertaining as well as being informed well, somebody once said to me and I cannot remember who it was but it was at, I went to a uh, less hideous than it sounds but I went to a blogging conference a few years ago um, and a group of us were sitting in a room talking about um, you know what how people blog how you go about setting up a blog and all that kind of thing and I do remember whoever it was saying um, write as you speak and I just that really resonated with me because I think that you know it's not that I consciously did it but I do know that that is what I do when I'm sitting there writing it if I write something that's funny I really do laugh out loud to myself. And, and I can't imagine what that's no, like. No. I don't know what that's like. We never laugh at our own jokes. So crass. <laughs> you know what it's so like crass. when you feel like sort of ringing somebody's day hunt? That's hilarious. We do know it's like because we actually do that. Yeah, yeah. Listen to this joke I just wrote. Yeah. All right, thanks. Bye. <laughs> I know. One night I stayed up really late making up celebrity cheese names, and I was like, the next night I was like, Ellie, 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 Ellie. celebrity cheese, and she's like, what do you want? <laughs> but yeah, I know. There's something. Can you please tell me what I like. Beyonce. <laughs> see, oh, see, you should listen to our, our cheese special. Paris Stilton. Oh, my favourite. <laughs> Bors and Wells. Bors and Wells. See, now we need to come up, yeah. come up with the wine matches to match them. I know, we did. We, we thought of that. cheese and wine matches. Yeah, yeah. We thought of that just that? before. Yeah. Rose Carreras. Yeah. <laughs> very, very, very pleased with that. <laughs> Sauvignon Matt LeBlanc. 
<laughs> there is not even that big <laughs> So rubbish. So, but it was awful. Still funny. Yeah, still funny. Still funny. Anyway, sorry. About this wine thing. That you've <laughs> sorry. thing about. Um, I guess one of my first questions would be what do you really get for when you pay for a wine or what is there much difference between a 250 pound bottle of wine and a 10 pound bottle of wine uh well first of all two pounds 50 bottle of wine you don't really get them anymore because Ah. shocking thing uh if you buy a five pound bottle of wine Mm -hmm. about three pounds of that goes on tax alone Duty and tax alone. All right. So duty is now £2.90 something a bottle. Oh, wow. Then you add VAT on top of that, so Mm -hmm. we're over three quid. Uh, And once you take out the bottle, packaging, shipping, you're left with probably less than 50p's worth of wine in a £5 bottle of wine. So if you spend even a pound more... More, it's likely that more of that pound is going into the quality of what's inside the bottle. So the tax is not a percentage. No. Oh, it's a flat the rate. The tax I'm stays the same. The, du- the sorry, the duty bit, the two pounds ninety three, stays the same no matter how much the wine is. It's like a taxi. Yes. You know, like you, you start off with the bottom rate, and then ah, there yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, I got there. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so I could be like that. <laughs> Sometimes your allegories are a little, a little complex, a little layered. Um, so, t- so if you buy, like, say, a five-pound bottle of wine and like a bottle of Ribena, yeah. the Ribena is technically more expensive in terms of what you're actually buying. Well, there's no, yeah, there's no duty on a bottle of Ribena. Yeah, yeah. And that is why here it, it, our duty is fairly high in this country. Like in France, it's much lower. In most European countries, taxes are much lower on on booze, but it's very high here. Don't do the accent, Helen. I can see her thinking about it. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. oui. So, so do you think it is worth then? you know going I could get the cheapo fiver wine but spending like two or three extra quid or, yes. or do you need to go a tenner no like what? I don't think so and I have to say I very rarely which is going to make me sound you know really cheap which I'm not obviously <laughs> but, um, I very rarely spend more than ten pounds on a bottle of wine like to me spending over ten pounds that's a lot of money to spend on a bottle of wine mm-hmm. but I do think there is a lot of good stuff really good stuff between six and ten pounds okay but if you go the difference between five pounds and eight pounds, yeah. you will usually taste that in the wine. It's not always true, but most of the time it is true. So once, right, we went to a posh restaurant up London, <laughs> and they threw me out. No, they didn't. <laughs> and, and with a lovely PR lady, and then after the meal, she said, and after she paid the bill, she said, "Did you did you like the wine?" I said, "Yeah, it was very nice." And she said, "Well, you know, it was two hundred pounds a bottle." <gasps> oh my god! And I felt awful because I. You'd think this is a smart wine, but I think it's very good to taste and not know the price. Like if I'm judging wine in a competition, you you taste them blind, so you don't know what they are and what the price is. And it should be the wine that speaks for itself always. But I think when you get to the level of two hundred pounds a bottle, the reason it's so expensive is obviously it's marked up more in a restaurant, but also there's probably less of it. You know, it's simple mm-hmm. supply and demand type ah. thing. So it might be that it was from a smaller domain. Uh, or you know estate so it's gonna it's gonna but I you know I think it the main point is do you like it or not and I think well, the it's main all, point Helen is am I a philistine no <laughs> I'm not yes and also you didn't pay for it well exactly who's winning who's really? winning who's winning yeah mine <laughs> always tastes better if it's free oh I, that's my favourite thing um, now is there a truth now we're talking about the whole restaurant thing is there a truth about not buying the second bottle on the menu the second priced bottle the second one down yeah 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 well I that is naturally where you go yeah because you like you think I'm not the, that cheap yes I'm not that cheap cheap but not that cheap <laughs> uh, but I think nowadays in restaurants restaurants are doing a lot of them now are doing wines by the glass yeah. and they get quite an interesting selection in the wines by the glass thing which yeah. I love I love places that do um, the half carafe so yes. you can order yeah. oh, I love a carafe. I like a carafe. who needs a half though yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. don't, but, don't but bring us it, it means so that you can have half white with your starter and then half red with your main course which I love because yeah. if you buy a whole my general rule is my husband and I will share a bottle but if ever we get that second bottle, there's always going to be a row. Yeah, so just yeah. don't do the second bottle unless you're prepared to have a row on the way home. Because <laughs> you're overtired. Uh, and we would be such a good life it. Yeah. <laughs> really is. <laughs> so I think, yeah, in restaurants, 
the second wind down is yeah it is one of those things it feels safe but it's probably a little too safe okay. ask ask them ask in theory they should have enough wines open don't be afraid to go in and ask if you can try a little bit of something to see whether you like it first because they've got a bottle open they should give you a little taste yeah even if you're liking nando's (laughs) probably probably not nando's oh they've got a wonderful sommelier in the catford one (laughs) yeah i recommend it get yourself down there i'll have to go and suss it out yeah yeah (laughs) marvelous seller in candle rise Um, Kensal Rice Nando is wonderful. So let's say you go in the supermarket and you're confronted with literally hundreds of wines yeah. and billions of special offers yeah. and all sorts. How do you... Where do you start? Do you How do start? you start to make a choice? Well... Obviously, my book will tell you exactly how to decode a wall of wine. That, the reason why I wrote it was because, obviously, before when I was working as a wine bar, I knew the shelves, I knew the wines inside out. Then when I wasn't doing that job anymore and I was shopping in other places, I suddenly realised what it feels like to stand in front of a wall of wine and literally not know where to go, what, what to look for. So I think one tip is if you're in a supermarket don't dismiss the own label ranges because they do tend to source them from good wineries so if you like Merlot for mm. example which is there's nothing to, Merlot's good <laughs> I'm I not proud Merlot. of it Helen don't patronise me <laughs> Merlot's don't good I love good. a Merlot do you? yes I like I Lambrusco do you, no? do you, yeah. do you do I know, love a sparkling red do you know Lambrusco is the hot wine of the moment She's so on trend. I do, yeah. yeah. I am. <laughs> the real red Lambruscos, the dry, yeah. original red Lambruscos. Oh. Oh. Yeah, they're in um, a few pizza places are doing, putting them on the list now, because it does go brilliantly yes. with pizza. Yes. Who knew? Another classy thing. Another classy <laughs> thing. Sparkling red wine and pizza. Yum, yum, you yum. heard it here first. <laughs> so, for example, like the Sainsbury's do like a house collection. They do. A ha- their house range is really good, but also their taste the difference range. Mm-hmm. So that is like uh, the kind of the, the smarter range. So... Um, Tesco, it's finest. Morrison's have got. I love their names. Morrison's have got one called the best, which is a bit oh, conceited, oh, nice. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Morrison's, yes. big superior. Yes. Uh, Aldi is called Exquisite Collection. Oh, oh I love you that. Like that one. That's I've got be... some lingerie with a similar. Yeah. <laughs> As does is called Extra Special. Quite down oh. to earth. <laughs> But I have to say those ranges often offer really good value for money. So if you like Merlot, go and have a forage in the own label section, see what you find. That is a very good tip. Now, recording the podcast, we do uh, get through quite a lot of wine, don't mm, we, Helen? We do. Now, we often like to economise by buying what I would call it a box wine, you would call it... Goon bag. Goon bag. <laughs> Box of goon. Yeah. So in Australia, am I right in thinking that also they are more generally known as mm. well as cask wine? Yeah, cask right? wine. That's now, right. Now cask wine sounds so much nicer than bag in box. We call yeah. them bag in box here, which makes them sound horrible. Uh, so it means it's like that in the bag stew. Yes, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But actually, there are some really good bag in box wines out mm. there. It's just that we still have this amazing tradition in this country of putting them in really horrible looking boxes. Yeah. So yeah. it all looks really cheap and nasty and actually it's not. No, no, I like I like a wine in a box. Isn't it true though as well with goon bags you can then blow up the bag afterwards and use it as a, a pillow. pillow? That's right. Oh, oh that's, that's nice. That's right. Oh you take the box off, pop it in your handbag, go to the pub. <laughs> yes. And then you just do a little <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And then you could blow it up afterwards, put it up your top and get a tube on the seat on the way home. Oh, my God. These are the top tips I need. Genius. <laughs> you two. Dragon's Den beckons. <laughs> the two Helens. <laughs> Do you think fly? Yeah. Uh, give it a go. Let's see. I'm it. I'm it. <laughs> uh, different me and stormy face. <laughs> get out. Um, is that the grumpy one? Yeah. 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 She's very Ooh. grumpy. She's, she looks she's like vicious, she's isn't she? She's licking it off her Anyway, so... <laughs> Now, Ellie and I, we love sparkling wine. That is our favourite. And I think I've just said, uh, I love a, a very much a Aussie sparkling red yeah, as well. Sparkling Shiraz. Sparkling good. Shiraz. Um, champagne, Prosecco or Cava? What's your choice? I think choice? it's pronounced Savar. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see your face. <laughs> I often mispronounce things. It's just like yesterday, I wanted to get some ice cream and they called it pistachio. And Ellie, <laughs> fell, she fell off the chair. <laughs> pistachio. <laughs> and the mint shock ship. <laughs> in this country <laughs> so champagne prosecco or cava mm. well, which one if I had to choose one yes of well, all those I have to say it would have to be champagne yeah mm. why is that 
because it because for me it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it tastes I think it tastes it's my favourite taste of all of them Prosecco is is brilliant in that it's kind of like instant gratification it's fresh and frothy and yeah. fizzy and fun and perks you up no end yeah but it's the Helen Thorne of wine <laughs> <laughs> not much dip <laughs> Didn't say. Didn't say. Said it with her eyes. (laughs) But the more substantial carver. Yeah. Or yes, a bit boring. Uh, Come on, just say it. Just say it. Bit uptight. Very yeah, studious, yeah. 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 It's a little longer, yes, but it's Carver, a bit of a quality. But, uh, yeah. Carver is made in the same way as champagne, which is that it's fermented for the second time in the bottle, which gives it a more integrated bubble, if you mm. like. So it is about the taste. And I think the smartest interpretation of bottle fermented wines is champagne. A combination of region and grapes, made lovely. from three lovely grapes, just fabulous what's your favorite brand of champagne 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 well it kind of it depends uh, a on who's buying (laughs) (laughs) i'm not buying it's the expensive ones (laughs) um but i would say probably actually when we when we got married we were given a bottle of 1988 vintage krug which we then didn't open until after I just had George, my first baby, not like minutes after, but <laughs> half an hour after. <laughs> so, I, but the funny thing is, because I remember exactly how I felt when I drank that particular champagne, which was obviously euphoric and yeah. was just a little bit in pain, but um, it that taste for me is just a taste of happiness. So, oh, I would wow. have to say that one. So, um we have a bit of an exciting announcement, don't we, on the podcast We today. do, Ellie. Well, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Uh, I am having another baby! Yay! And it is my husband! Yay! As far as we know. So, uh, I'm very excited about that. But obviously, I'm very disappointed. It means I can't drink a lot for the next sort of six months. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the thing where you, you're now like one drink a week, yes. right? Yes. So um, I feel like I'm on a desert island. Yes, right? you are. What, what should I have for my desert island wine? What should I have for my one glass a week? Well, I would suggest that you make it a different glass every week. Oh, ooh. and I'll have the rest. <laughs> <laughs> but use it as a time to try out different things. Ah. So if you have a starting point, like if you were going to have a glass of white wine now, what would it be? Would you be Sauvignon Blanc? Oh, it'd be a pint. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> have you got a favourite grape? Uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Do you like Christian whites? Great, yes, I like. Do you like Christian white whites? seedless? White, yeah, white seedless. Thompson seedless. Get Straight from the fridge. Sorry, I am <laughs> taking this. Yeah, I'm taking this. So, she likes a Pinot Grigio. Crisp, oh, aromatic whites. You like fresh gooseberry. Yes, flavors. yes, it yes, is. It I'm is. learning it, but yes, it is. I like that. I like that. Like that. Yeah. So then, I would, I would give you a list of other grapes that are similar but different for you to go and try. Oh. That you can find easily in your supermarket. Local oh. supermarket. The next six months are going to be fun. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> called homework. Research. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you for the wine chat. Should we do some food chat, Helen? Is this where you put some nibbles on the table? Well, sorry. Oh, look at those amazing nibbles. Do you know, there's there's a dusting of tobacco on this table. (laughs) That's the best of all vine. Yeah, which is really nice. You can lick that up. Uh, No, um, food. Every time I try to do it, every time I try to do a jingle, it always sounds like moodbeak.com. That's all right. That's your brand. That's your, again, cultural privilege. Food chat. It's food chat time. <laughs> yes, How's that? Yeah, lovely. Are you glad you came on this podcast? Are you having a lovely it. time? Yes, right. I am. Um, that makes one of us. So <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, so grumpy now that she's not an alcoholic. I know. Oh God, I really <laughs> miss doesn't drinking. Take, doesn't take the edge off anymore. Does it? Uh, now, is it really true that you have to have white wine with fish and red wine with meat? And how important is is food pairing really? Um, well, it's kind of as important if the diff- if the flavours are going to be made better with the wine combination if you've gone to all the time and trouble to cook something lovely Mm. why cover all those flavors up with the wrong wine so i think of it like why if you just think of wine as being like a sauce to go with the food like a like a ketchup it is it is it's (laughs) the ketchup bit but it's a you know like if you have a steak there are some sauces that go with it and some that don't. Like so, it's strawberry. With strawberry, <laughs> strawberry and steak is not going to work. No. Pistachio, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkling of pistachio. They're like twins. <laughs> 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. <laughs> so, so it's a bit of a myth that there are all these, you know, rules of wine and food matching. The the fact is, there are so many different possible combinations that will work. That's the best bit. Is but the, we, what you've got to do is go and find those out. And it's not a very nice experience if you have cooked something lovely and then mm. the wine just covers up all the flavour, or vice versa. The food is so strong that you can't even taste the wine. Yeah, and that's good. Cool. So, how do you do it? How do you match up? Well, by general, book again. Yes, it's all in the book. But the general rule of thumb is right. You know, the kind of white with white meats and fish, red okay. with red. You can see why that works. But you can. There are lots of different ways of doing it. So actually, if you've got something like salmon, which is a bit more meaty, especially if it's then a bit spicy, uh, then you can go into red wines with it. Like Pinot Noir from New Zealand or Burgundy works brilliantly with salmon, and that's a red wine. Rosé, rosé is a brilliant food wine because actually it can cope with a bit of spice, gentle spice. So anything Asian, rosé works really well. Those lovely dry uh, rosés from Provence in the south of France, if you think of anything that you might actually eat were you there on holiday, like a you know big tomato salad or prawns, or they all go really well with rosé. So one good thing to remember, is if you have got a local food there is usually a local wine to go with it not in this country obviously so we haven't got enough wine yet but <laughs> if you take uh, something like goat's cheese in France that it comes from a town called Chavignol which is quite famous for its goat's cheese and the village is next door to Sancerre where they make the Sancerre wine which is made from Sauvignon Blanc and that is the most divine food and wine Ooh. combination on the doorstep Ooh, it's like a big mm. clue Oh, well, let me, if I could just quickly put you on the spot a bit, but I'm going to throw at you some typical uh, meals that we might have in my house, and, yeah. you, and you tell me a wine I should yes. be pairing with them, okay? Uh, Frey Bentos steak and ale pie. You need a good, juicy Australian Shiraz. Mm. Hey, and just drink that and throw away the pie. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> What about an entire packet of Herter Beechwood smoked frankfurt? Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I know it's dreamy, isn't it? Oh. I texture it. It's a texture thing for me. I can't eat those. Oh no, they're not like the tin ones. The the, the, the ones uh, that come in the, the, the one in the they're a bit yeah, the a bit vacuum meatier. pack. Yeah, mm. yeah. Still no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be leaving. <laughs> I would go for a light red so something with a bit of tannin but not too much so i'm thinking probably a beaujolais village or a merlot you could go with your merlot for those merlot and franks friday night night treat (laughs) helen have you got any uh Uh, well i i like a cheesy pasta Mm. so just boil up the cheese and boil up the cheese throw the pasta out the window eat the cheese (laughs) sprinkle the pasta on the top break a couple of spaghettis on the top so I think cheesy pasta is good with a with quite a ripe round white. Mm-hmm. So I would go with an Italian. Yes. Fiano. Fiano is the great. Fiano. They, they do a good Fiano in Sicily. Ooh. Yeah. So go for an mm. Italian. You could call your daughter that. I'm Fiano. Like to. Fiano. Yeah. Fiano, get down these stairs now. <laughs> <laughs> I should tell you again. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> 
And you. Leave your sister alone. Um, yeah, no, that's inspiring. That's very good. Uh, what about the, the Scummy Mummy's classic, a fish finger? What, what to drink with a fish finger? Other than a cup of tea. Yeah. Um, I think with a fish finger, probably white, again, but something with, with a, quite a good ripe apple flavour to it so maybe something like a chardonnay or a rosé rosé with the fish finger very nice mm. yeah, dip it in dry rose. Rose. <laughs> yes <laughs> like your ketchup yeah. we're back yeah, to ketchup a tea biscuit and a cup of tea <laughs> fish finger and a glass of rosé oh. oh. now do you love a wine snack Helen like we're talking about full meals but what is your favourite little snackette you like to have with a wine because I know you said to yes. avoid hangovers it's, it's important you've to, to eat, eat wine you've got to eat yeah. well I have to say because wine always tastes better with food always because yeah. it makes the taste buds work and Wine's got, you know, there's acidity in there, and if you drink it, your mouth waters, and you need something to counteract the acidity, something salty, yeah. which is why olives is so good Ooh. with anything, any white or rosé. Yeah. Uh, olive, bowl of posh crisps. Oh, lovely. I like a beetroot crisp. Do you? You know, like a Tyrrell's, you know, mixed vegetable yes, crisp. Yeah, mm. uh, I don't like the smell of kale crisps. A lady yeah. was eating a packet of M&S kale crisps on the tube. What's the, the, what's the point? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Waste of everybody's time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I must remember I'm at Festival. Yes. Get it down. Kale crisps, they're the worst things I've ever eaten in my whole life. Aren't they? Oh. They're just like, they're horrible. They get stuck in your mouth, that one. <laughs> this is how much people hate kale crisps, listeners. People who aren't even on the podcast are joining in <laughs> on the to tell us about <laughs> no you're very welcome you're very welcome it's not live don't panic no what's She's, your name I'm Jodie Jodie Ambickley Jodie Ambickley Jodie Ambickley hates kale crisps she does because um, I got from your book in your book you suggest uh, salted almonds yes uh, with particular wine and I and I thought oh I'll try that and now I cannot stop eating salted almonds I know it's dangerous so thanks it for that is, yeah, really expensive that. and really so, well, funny well even worse macadamia nuts oh, oh yeah macadamia nuts and what just delicious and I had a little jar of them and they don't last very long but they're fab- they're oh, brilliant with wine they're... have you have you tried the BBQ uh, smokehouse the blue diamond smokehouse on, mm, on no oh, oh my god we Helen. like we like those nuts where do don't I we? get those uh, the trows the trows yeah the trows yeah yeah so um there's always that thing about oh I've got some leftover crap wine I'll check it in my spaghetti bolognese yeah but is that should we be putting crap wine in our food to cook well, with like with you my theory is yeah. unless you're using an entire bottle of wine which you only do if you make uh, you know one of Nigella's stews yeah. she puts a whole she makes a lovely in. wine soup yes. <laughs> Gently warm, three <laughs> bottles of Chardonnay for an hour, and then just put a straw in. Yeah, it was a star anise. <laughs> That's mulled wine. Yes. That's for Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, Christmas with Nigella. <laughs> Four bottles so, of wine. And unless you're herbs. using a whole bottle, you're normally adding a splash, right, oh. or a dash, oh. or a slug, or a lug, or a slash, you, or a slash. <laughs> One of those. A nip. A nip. <laughs> so, That's a nice so, word. <laughs> I just spat all over the table. I'm so sorry. Got very excited about the nip. I, I just like saying nip. <laughs> so if you are just adding a little bit of wine, mm. then obviously you're going to have to drink the rest of it. Yeah. So the whole thing about use any old rubbish, I think is ridiculous because then you've got to drink the rest of the any old rubbish. You might as well use a wine that you're then going to go on and drink. Mm. So if I'm making spaghetti bolognese, I just use a glug of the bottle of wine that we will be drinking later on that wine. evening oh. but what if you've got so you've had it you have a couple of glasses of wine and then there's some left in the bottle so you stick it in the fridge or on the side yeah what's the shelf life of that for cooking like can it, i i have been known to like have a, a quarter of a bottle of wine left for about six months and just then throw it in the pasta sauce no no helen's saying no, no because, <laughs> she's looking yeah. at me like i've just told her that i, I don't wipe my baby's bottom like <laughs> No, 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 no. The baby's bottom thing is fine. <laughs> Just don't leave wine in the bottle for that long, right? Right, right. Because it oxidises, mm-hmm. so uh, it starts to turn to sherry. And so right. it does have quite a strong flavour to it by then, which is a not very nice flavour. So if you go and put it in the cooking that might come through so just a few days you reckon for the five days five, five days yeah, five days right I don't often have a quarter of a bottle of red wine left though I don't think well I'm you're not pregnant yeah. so. <laughs> yes you need safe drinking <laughs> just, the, just the three glasses a day for me we've sort of got a funny story about the old cooking wine we, we do do you we want do. to, do oh, you want okay, to yeah, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to no 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 okay, okay so we're staying at Ellie's mother-in-law's house 
and we'd recorded a podcast somewhere else and came back there and we were already under the table so we ate all their cheese drank all their wine and then about yeah, it was like half a bottle yeah. and I thought oh that must have just that must have been what they had with dinner so yeah. we, we scoffed the wine yeah yeah and about 2am Ellie got up for a wee um, and, and that woke me up and I went oh oh no <laughs> oh dear and um, <clears throat> I just really needed to be sick but Ellie was having a wee in the loo um, so instead of vomiting into a toilet I just decided to vomit all over the house oh god <laughs> do you know what the really funny thing is yeah I wasn't even going to mention the vomiting <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell the other bit of the story what was that bit <laughs> no I like that you shared that <laughs> I'll let you decide later whether or not I edit that out. Okay, great. Okay. But so you I should yeah. edit that so, <laughs> so um that was but my mother in law was so lovely about it, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she was. Um, it was very comforting. Yeah, the next day while I was on my hands and knees scrubbing her carpet, her duvet, her squirting boards and her doorknobs uh, and ceiling. Her son. <laughs> yeah, grandchild. <laughs> And then, like, a couple of days later, I suddenly remembered that in our state, Helen and I had eaten an entire cheese board in my presence. So I spoke to my father-in-law, and I said, look, Jeff, I feel, I'm really sorry um, that we ate all the cheese. And he went, oh, no, no, not to worry about that. It's it's the wine. I was like, oh, my God, was it, like, special wine? I'm really sorry. And he went, no, it's just that um, it was for cooking, and it had been sitting out on the windowsill for about eight months. <laughs> Oh. And we hadn't even, re- which might have been something to do with the fact that you were so ill. Yeah, yeah, and I so, drank about four bottles of wine. It might have been that. Yeah, and the pork scratchings. <laughs> and the pork could scratchings. Have been. Yeah, could so have been that's, that. Uh, that's yeah. my wine shame by Helen Thorne. Yeah. Oh dear. Do you feel better now? Yeah, yeah. I've really got it all out. Finally, <laughs> all out. It. Oh, I know. It's, it was the first time I'd met Ellie's parents-in-law. It's like she brought me home, like the new it's girlfriend. A lasting impression. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's my comedy partner. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she funny? <laughs> 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 she has an amazing sick trick. You have to see it. She's the punchline. Ceiling. <laughs> it was very funny. So, uh, speaking of drinking too much, yes. Uh, how is there a way to avoid hangovers by by choosing what we drink? Are there certain wines that are better or worse for for that sort of thing? Uh, the main, the best thing you can do, just remember to drink. It's very boring. It sounds like a public health. No, no. Broadcast, but if you drink water with wine, because wine dehydrates you, and it's the dehydrating bit that gives you a headache. So drink lots of water. So it's not to do with cheap wine or crap in the wine, or Um, some say that the (laughs) cheaper stuff. Yeah, the cheaper stuff has just got more kind of unnatural stuff in there. Mm -hmm. uh, So that might then, you know, not just not feel so great. Uh, But I think generally it is about um, it's about the volume drunk really and right. make sure you eat lots of food as well mm, more fried need, chicken yeah more fried chicken <laughs> when you drink do you know I thank you very much I was really hoping you would come up with some magic feel like oh if you drink this 1997 uh, Cote de you'll never get a hangover you can drink eight bucks <laughs> yeah no that's true is it oh, brilliant oh <laughs> so glad you came. the reveal yeah <laughs> absolutely true so we're going to play a game called can you judge a wine by its label Sorry, Ellie and I have scanned the internet for some funny wine names, but we've also made some up. And we were going to test you to see whether you knew the real or the fake. Okay. All right. I Um, can tell you're very excited. (laughs) Yes, I am. Okay. All right. (laughs) When can I go? You said there'd be snacks. (laughs) I've eaten all the tobacco on the table. (laughs) (laughs) So smoky. Um, All right. Now, wine number one. Is this real or fake? Fairy's Tears. Is that real or fake? Real, real or fake. fake. Real or fake. Oh, fairy's tears. I'm going to go real because I want it to be true. <laughs> that is fake. Oh, <laughs> That's a scummy mummy. It does mummy. sound like something you should be able to buy at you Camp should, Festival. You yeah, should. Fairy's tears. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, next one, next one. No way, Rosé. <laughs> <laughs> really? Real or fake? Real or fake? <laughs> you're, you're Please the, you're tell me that's consistent. fake. Yeah, it is. Oh, oh Wanda Helen McGinn. Oh. Uh, how about 10 minutes by tractor? That's real. I've had that. Oh, oh. What's it like? It's delicious. Oh. It's around the corner for my parents' house. Yeah. Uh, how about this one? Dave's finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think she's on the point of walking out. I think we might have done it. I, know, I think we've done it now. Dave's finger. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna go real. No, it's the scummy mummy one. <laughs> I'm a bit of Dave's finger. 
good after dinner thing. <laughs> um, oh dear. <clears throat> Passing clouds. Real. Real. See, I like that one. Yeah. It's an Australian one, but it sounds like farting. Yeah. <laughs> and also, what happens when you get a kidney infection? <laughs> uh, oh, tribute to your favourite of mine, Livy. Xanadu Estate. That's true. Oh, that is she, true. Knows, she knows her stuff. Olivia Newton John's own wine. <laughs> it is. No. Is it? Yeah. You see me? <laughs> no, no, I do, no, I do think she has got a vineyard. I don't know whether it's that one, but she definitely makes a wine. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, hers is called Sandy's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> and she has a sparkling called Let's Get Physical. Oh! oh. <laughs> uh, Wizard Sleeve. True? No! No! I'm keeping telling. I'm keeping telling. Have you not heard the expression like a wizard sleeve before? No, what does it mean? It's a euphemism for f***ies. If you've got an old f***, it's like a wizard sleeve. Oh my god, I've learnt something. <laughs> really, I'm not drinking wizard sleeve. <laughs> Next one, mouse's ear. No, I'm joking. Joking. Uh, And the scores are in, and Helen McGinn has won! Oh, thank you very much! The internationally successful wine expert knows more about wine than me and Helen Thorne. It's a (laughs) shocking result. If anyone wants to produce Dave's Finger wine... um, (laughs) No, I'm I'm having wizard sleeve. Wizard wizard sleeve? (laughs) Only available in large glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Well, seeing as that was such a fun game, let's talk about drinking games. (laughs) Drink, 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 drinking. Drinking games. I had to do hand hand motions with that too, didn't I? Just yeah. to make it. Yeah. No, it's nice. It works really well on a podcast. <laughs> um, it comes alive in audio. Good. Yeah. good. Have you got a favourite drinking game then? Well, we we used to play a game called the Century Club or the Centurion Club. Have you played that? No. So, oh, is that with a hundred canisters? Yeah. So oh, you yeah. have a hundred shots of beer. So if because if you did a hundred shots, not a game of, for two, aren't they? No, no. So you take it. You take it in turns, uh, and the winner is the person who gets. 100 to 100 shots but if you have a wee or do a sick then you're out oh, that sounds lovely yeah we played that at my wedding um, your dad loved it yeah, yeah my friend Simon had a party once and he had this thing uh, called like drinking roulette where you get the film canisters yeah. and you fill them with some of them just got water in some have got absinthe some have got wine yes. like all yeah it's weird right I came up with this idea called white Russian roulette Right, where you get 12 friends and 12 film canisters, you fill 11 of them with yeah. white Russian, very nice cocktail. I love the 12. Breast milk. Oh! Oh! Surprise, surprise, she's got it now. No one would play it with me. I was very disappointed. I think that's a fun game. Uh, yeah. Well, I've got it with me now. Um, now, you've been drinking with celebrities. I have, you? yes. Who I are have. your favourite celebrities to get smashed up with? <laughs> well, hilariously, when I was doing um, the Ellen Titchmarsh show, quite a lot of them I couldn't drink with because I was told beforehand they don't they don't drink, oh. do not do the wine tasting with Sensei. I couldn't possibly tell you who. Oh. But it was Princess Anne. <laughs> Princess Anne. She doesn't drink yeah, anymore. Yeah, she doesn't drink anymore. <laughs> exactly. But I think my... Uh, two that were really fun. One was um, the whole of Atomic Kitten, which I loved. <gasps> That's cool. Including Kerry. The original oh. lineup. The original oh, lineup. Original and best, let's face facts. Original oh. and best. And they were all they were all gorgeous. Kerry wasn't drinking because she was pregnant. Um, and actually, I don't think she drinks at all. She was one of them. She doesn't drink. But the other two, they... Smashed it yes, right they, 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 they tucked in. And they were really lovely. And obviously, I used to do a killer rendition of Hole Again with my girlfriend into wooden spoons with changed oh. lyrics but I held back from telling them that <laughs> luckily could you sing that for us now though? <laughs> <laughs> only if you've got a wooden spoon Can't, it doesn't work oh, otherwise oh, oh no oh. I left it back in the tent uh, and the other one that I loved was uh, Adamant just because he he loved oh. his wine and he was really sweet you know he wanted looks to know gorgeous. all about it he was such a lovely man we've come to my favourite part of the podcast which is of course Scummy Mummy Confessions hooray hooray now um, can I just kick off because I love this story that I, I'm going to say if that makes any sense um, <clears throat> the other day I was in London uh, just near London Bridge and we got absolutely rained all over we were covered in covered in rain we were wet that's, that's 
that's the right turn of phrase. Anyway, so I, I nipped into Next to get changed, and um, there was like three of us, me and my two kids, in the, in the very tiny change room. And Matilda decided singing while I was getting a change, like just take your clothes off, take your clothes off. And then she spontaneously broke in, "All oh, the single ladies, all oh, the single ladies, all oh, the single ladies." And then all the, like you could hear all the women sort of tittering in the background. Oh, and then for some reason in an American accent, my daughter went, "Oh my god, my knickers are wet." <laughs> <laughs> Which means I know that was my that was my scummy day out. Oh, oh well, bless, bless. Yes. Have you got a scummy mummy confession? I think probably my most uncomfortable one, recent one, because there are lots. Um, but like, was when I went into school to pick up my youngest, Alice, who's five, and um, her teacher took me to one side and said, "Nothing to worry about." But we were just really interested. What is it? Do you do you work? And what is it you do? And I said, why? And she said, because Alice talks about mummy liking wine. (laughs) (laughs) So I was quite relieved that I was able to assure her. That's right. She said, mummy drinks wine during the day. That's what she said. And, of course, at home, if I'm doing a tasting, they do come home and there are wines open all over the place, all over the kitchen table. So I think she was quite suspicious, which is why it was then really handy when I did do the telly bit, because then she yeah. she had to see I wasn't making it up. <laughs> I wasn't just saying, oh, yeah, I work in wine. Yes, yes. yes. Sure, Mummy's sure. working yes. again. Yeah, Mummy's working again. <laughs> oh, that ties in nicely, actually, with our listener confession for this episode, because yesterday Helen and I uh, did the Scummy Mummy show live on stage here at Ken Festival, and we get audience members to write down their yeah. Scummy Mummy confessions, and then we read them out. And one of my favourite ones from yesterday was um, the first card that my son ever made me was get over your hangover soon (laughs) (laughs) so uh, my own confession is not really wine related unfortunately Uh, it's just sort of silly really Um, so I've taken to with my I've I've blown up like a balloon quite frankly with this baby well I'm wearing control pants (laughs) (laughs) Um, so to entertain my existing child as it were my pre-existing child I've taken to drawing a clown's face on it and sticking a cherry tomato in the belly button <laughs> which he and I both think is hilarious with our combined age of 39 we think it's the funniest thing that's ever happened uh, yeah and then a few nights ago me and my husband uh, decided to have some sexy time you oh, know did you? so I thought I'd make a bit of an effort put me nice nighty on you know he put the lights down low a bit of soft music all very all very romantic and uh, you know we're there and he very you know gingerly and sexily lifted up my nighty to be confronted with a clown's face <laughs> please tell me you've taken out the cherry tomato I had <laughs> there was just a solitary pit left from where Charlie had squashed it in a bit of residue <laughs> sauce <laughs> it was not a sexy moment it was not a sexy moment <laughs> did the clown's face look sad everybody's face looked sad a little tear and, and, and like nobody said anything we both sort of just looked away and I pulled my nighty down we carried on and then later on I was like did you notice and he was like yeah I just decided not to say anything <laughs> I was like, yeah, good, me neither. <laughs> I think you should make that as a bit of a surprise. You could do like celebrity Different faces one on. next yeah. time. Yes. <laughs> I could do his ex girlfriend. <laughs> That'd be a surprise. <laughs> Why won't you call me? <laughs> for being a wonderful, wonderful guest and, and a wonderful author. We do love your book. It is called The Naked Mother's Wine Club Book. book. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do people find you, Helen? So the blog is nakedmotherswineclub.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book, obviously, and I'm on Twitter yep. as at Knackered Mother, but M-U-T-H-A. Ooh, because yep. when I set it up as Knackered Mother, normal yeah. spelling, two minutes later I forgot the password. So I've never been able to use it. I thought you were just being really no. edgy. I thought no. you did it down like, oh, I know. she's so with the kids. No, 
forgot to rap. Forgot the password. She's got a short-term memory problem. Okay. <laughs> so I'm on there. And Facebook as well. So and the blog is every week, a couple of wine recommendations on there. So Yeah, we, we both subscribe and we love it. So thank you very much. Good. Thank you. And thank you, Camp Best of All, for having us. That's yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can follow us on the Twitter. We're at Scummy Mummies. We're on the Facebook Scummy Mummies podcast. Yes. Why do I always struggle with that? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Um, and we've got various shows and exciting things coming up so do check out scummymummies.com for more on that and for those in Manchester we're going to come to you and in Bristol in October so look at the website scummymummies.com yeah yeah, we're on tour we are with a pregnant woman (laughs) we're on something I think that's pretty clear (laughs) Merlot yeah (laughs) thanks again Helen McGinn you've been fabulous and uh, thank you Thorne no worries thank you very much (laughs) two Helens are better than one (laughs) sometimes <laughs> All right, until next time. Bye bye. Bye. I love that you actually wave at people. <laughs> there are no people in there. We do it every time. What are you talking about? We Skype that. That's gone out to millions of people. That's got more viewers than Titchmarsh. <laughs> Exactly. That Mr. Who Tumble? is Mr. Tumble anyway? Right. Yeah. No one. Oh, yeah, we do actually wait for when we say goodbye. There you are. That's behind the curtain. We've broken the fourth wall now. Brilliant. I love that. When I listen to it from now on, I'll know that you're, you're just, waving. Yeah. And do you know what? I'll wave back. Oh, Helen. I'll wave back. <laughs> right, right, do two fingers next time just to mess with you. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.